Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home in a simple way to get it, Rocket can. I'm going to be hanging out here with you for the next three hours. Thank you to everybody listening all across North America. It's a four-hour show. I've been here since 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. That's when we get started. So you can consider this to be the second quarter of the show. First quarter, we came out the gates hot. Threw a couple slam dunks down. Threw a couple touchdowns. Hit a couple home runs. And here in the second quarter, damn it, I'm going for a grand slam. I'm going to be Aaron Judge. I'm going to win MVP. And then next quarter, in the third quarter, next hour, I'm going to do what I bring you every single Wednesday night into Thursday morning. That's going to be a new top six list. And tonight, I'm going to give you a top six list of franchises in pro sports that need new ownership. We're going to bring you that list in an hour from now. We opened up the show last hour talking about Aaron Judge. And I tried to explain to everyone that being the MVP is more akin to helping your team and being absolutely amazing than it is, quote-unquote, being the best player. You can be the best player. That doesn't mean you are the most valuable to your team, especially if your team sucks. And sure, you can only be one out of 20-plus on a roster. But in the case of Aaron Judge, the Yankees are in the toilet if it's not for Aaron Judge, especially if you think about the injuries. He has really helped keep this team afloat. If you missed a minute or second of the show, you can always head, go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. Thank you to everybody tuned in and locked in on your local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. All my truckers, all my folks on the road listening on Sirius XM Channel 158 and everyone listening on a smart speaker. Someone actually hit me up on Twitter today and said, hey, JR, thank you. Thank you for shouting us out, people who listen on smart speakers, because I do. Well, you're welcome. I don't care how you listen. I'm just glad that you're here. I'm joined by super producer and host uh, Dave Shepard, and we're going to go ahead and, and, and keep things rolling here. 
Uh, Aaron Judge, and by the way, the Yankees win tonight in Boston 5-3. No Aaron Judge home run. He sits at 57 home runs overall. He is still on pace for 65. The American League record is 61. I have a feeling with about uh, two, three weeks left in the season, he'll probably get there. Stay tuned. I also mentioned to you what we're about to discuss right now, and that's just grown men behaving badly. One happens to be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. His name is Brett Favre. And the other one we discussed last night. His name is Robert Sarver. If you're not familiar with the name, can't blame you. He doesn't doesn't throw touchdowns. He doesn't hit home runs. He just so happens to be the owner of the Phoenix Suns. And so I'm sure you've heard by now that Robert Sarver, who has pretty much rolled out the red carpet for disgusting workplace behavior, everything from just just being crass with your female employees, talking about their appearance, saying that uh, someone on staff who happens to be pregnant is not going to be worth a damn as a worker while she's pregnant and after, you know, repeating the N-word and recanting stories by players and when he's told not to. And he's just, just been a trash human being, bullying people. And so as a result, the NBA has decided to fine Robert Sarver $10 million, and they've also decided to give him the boot for an entire year. He's suspended. He owns the team. He still does, yes. But he can't go to the practice facility. He can't attend games. He can't uh, participate in league meetings and committees, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so imagine taking a toy like the Phoenix Suns away from a billionaire. So what does a billionaire do? I don't know. Go run his other businesses. Go on vacation. He's not supposed to contact members of the team. Sure, right. Like, like that's going to happen. And so he's basically on a, a timeout. And I'm sure a billionaire's timeout is very different than anything that you experienced when you were six years old. So Robert Sarver was not given the boot. And Adam Silver, he actually explained this today. Why Robert Sarver was punished as opposed to having the entire team stripped from him. Take a listen to this. I have certain authority by virtue of this organization, and that's what I exercised. I don't have the right to take away his team. I don't want to rest on that neat legal point because, of course, there could be a process to take away someone's team in this league. It's very involved, and I ultimately made the decision that it didn't rise to that level. But to me, the consequences are severe here on Mr. Sarver. He basically says, especially if you want to put this in comparison to what took place with Donald Sterling in 2014 when Adam Silver became a commissioner of the NBA, Donald Sterling was very, very direct in his racist remarks. In the case of Robert Sarver, he has proven to be a complete jackass. He's proven to be a complete jerk. Uh, an ignoramus. I, I can go on and on and on. Um, and these are things that, that he's been told multiple times about, especially in 
utilizing the N-word. In most cases, he used it in regards to telling a story. Uh, He sat at a player's recruitment during free agency, and he told a story to a player, and he he used that word. And everybody looked at him and said, "Uh, you can't do it. He was upset at one point in time, uh, years later, about Draymond Green using the word during the course of a game, and he threw a fit in the back because Draymond used it. Why can't this guy say it and get in trouble? And they told him, you need to stop saying that. And so he's been told that, and he went on. Now, LeBron James, this evening, four hours ago, the news broke yesterday. LeBron James, I guess, took his time. He released a statement on Twitter. Or I guess you don't release a statement on Twitter. You basically tweet. LeBron James said this. I read through the Sarver stories a few times now. I got to be honest. Our league definitely got this wrong. I don't need to explain why. Y'all read the stories or y'all read the stories and decide for yourself. I said it before. And I'm going to say it again. There is no place in this league for that kind of behavior. I love this league and I deeply respect our leadership, but this isn't right. There is no place for misogyny, sexism, and racism in any workplace. Don't matter if you own the team or play for the team. We hold our league up as an example of our values and this ain't it. Obviously, LeBron James is the most powerful and influential player in the entire NBA. Chris Paul, who used to be the union president for the league recently, uh, his term coming to a conclusion, it was only an hour ago that Chris Paul chimed in. And you can be sure that this was a, a coordinated message from the two friends. Chris Paul says, like many others, I reviewed the report. I was and am horrified and disappointed by what I read. This conduct, especially towards women, is unacceptable and must never be repeated. I'm of the view that the sanctions fell short in truly addressing what we can all agree was atrocious behavior. My heart goes out to all of the people that were affected. And so Chris Paul, not as strong a statement as LeBron James gave, but both making it very clear that they are not in favor of Robert Sarver holding on to this team. And Robert Sarver is a complete jackass. Does Robert Sarver deserve to be owner of the Phoenix Suns, of the Mercury, of the WNBA? The answer is no. He doesn't deserve to be the owner. I think that's very clear. I also want to say this, though. I do agree with Commissioner Silver. It is very difficult to go ahead and snatch this man out of of ownership of the team without him being much more forthright in the statements that he's made. You really set a, 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 a precedent to give everybody the boot if this were to be the case. We live, really live, in a world of double standards. To think that they don't exist is false. We know that they're there. Whether it's the punishment that a player would receive versus an owner, we know the higher up on the totem pole that you are, the more money that you have, the influence that you have, you get more of a break. I can vividly remember someone who I am, I'm very fond of, 
uh, from my small interactions with him personally uh, to what he meant to the game of basketball, what he means to overall culture through his own ups and downs. I vividly remember Kobe Bryant being fined, I believe, about six figures for yelling a homophobic slur to someone on a basketball court. Kobe Bryant was fined. And sure, it was one instance. What are we to do at that point? Give him the boot? Anthony Edwards over the weekend, 21 years old. Sure, only 21 years old, should still know better. He is recording himself, criticizing or mocking a group of shirtless men on the street. He also used a homophobic slur. And so in the case of Robert Sarver, yes, this is repeated behavior. And no, he doesn't deserve to own the team. He doesn't. But I don't believe, from a league perspective, it would be a smart move to just remove this man. Because if that's the case, the hammer is going to come down on the players as well. And is that the wrong thing or the worst thing? No. People make mistakes, and this is not a pass for Robert Sarver. If Robert Sarver came out and he was as direct in being a complete ass or a racist as Donald Sterling, then I'd say, yeah, remove him. And I think Adam Silver would. I would be shocked if Adam Silver goes back and changes his mind. I think this is something that will will roll through unless the players really continue to push back. And this is strong. You know, Adam Silver, I'm sure, was was very aware that this was coming. Maybe the players discussed it with him. I'm sure that they did. And he knew that this was going to come out. But unless they push harder, I see Robert Sarver still sitting in the seat. His behavior, disgusting. He shouldn't own the team. But I don't think he's going to get the boot. And if you're a player, I think sometimes you got to be careful what you ask for. You have to really be careful. I mean, we can think about professional athletes across the board, human beings. How many people do something horrible and get a chance after chance after chance? And they still go out there and screw things up. I mean, I could think about professional athletes who who get chance after chance after chance. Are are they going to subscribe to the fact of this guy should not be here? We're going to take the money or plate or food off of his table. It's a hard knock life. Robert Sarver is a billionaire. It'd be nice if he disappeared. It'd be nice if he went away. It'd be nice if Adam Silver said, go away. Robert Sarver, quote unquote, yes, jackass of an owner, sexist, ignorant, hardcore racist. I don't know. I know he's a dumbass. I don't know if that counts enough to, quote, unquote, just give him the boot right now. I really don't. I'm going to take your calls on the other side. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. And then I'm also going to tell you about Brett Favre. Brett Favre, man, what are you doing? Brett Favre is in some trouble taking people's money. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I gotta tell you, JR, the only highlight of my night is being able to talk to you. One of the best and most underrated in the business, I gotta tell you, you're amazing. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm gonna get to Brett Favre in a in a little bit and his issues. But right before we went to break, we were talking about the issues currently plaguing uh, the NBA. It was revealed yesterday following a almost year-long investigation that Robert Sarver, the owner of the Phoenix Suns, it is confirmed, he's a jerk. He's more than a jerk. This man would torture verbally torture the female employees in the workplace he was demanding he he was a bully he would insult people based upon their appearance he would uh, recount stories and use the n-word after being told multiple times uh, not to do so he was a terror and so as a result the nba has banned him one entire season from contact with the team as far as go away as you possibly can And he's also been fined $10 million, which is the maximum amount that Adam Silver can pretty much slap an owner with. And sure, if you are a billionaire owner, $10 million might be your small house. Big deal. You know, the team valuation is upwards of probably between $2 and $4 billion. Not a big deal there. And so LeBron James... He decided to share his input on it this evening via Twitter. He's not in favor. He thinks that Robert Sarver has no place in the league. And Chris Paul, he certainly feels for every individual who was a part of the investigation, uh, who has been affected by Robert Sarver and his actions. And it's a, a very complicated matter because personally, I agree with both of them. Uh, a jackass and, and someone like Robert Sarver does not deserve to own an NBA franchise. He, he doesn't. Go do something else with your money. Now, having said that, I also agree with Adam Silver. Adam Silver said, I am not in a position to go ahead and remove this man from the team. And he basically, he didn't compare it directly to what took place with Donald Sterling, but he said, through all of the accusations, In all of the reports, there are plenty of things that Robert Sarver did which were absolutely terrible. There are things in his tenure that he has done which can be lauded, which can be applauded, work in the community. And so if you want to take out a scale, eh, his jackassery has pretty much overwhelmed what he has done as a positive. Otherwise, we'd be talking about that. At the same time, he wasn't as direct in being disgusting and being vicious as Donald Sterling was, looking at human beings in the same way. Was he ignorant? Absolutely. Did he listen? Sure, he did not listen. Did he learn a lesson? Uh, No, it doesn't seem like he did. But I wouldn't do or put him in the same space or even by taking the same actions that Donald Sterling did or holding the same viewpoints. And so I got to agree, and and Adam Silver is a lawyer. The precedent in the line was set with Donald Sterling. For him to go out and say, I'm going to move Sarver, I get it on on the basis of what? 
being a jackass? From a legal perspective, I don't think that's enough. There'd be a hell of a fight. And for the NBA, is it worth the fight for a business? I don't think so. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Sean is calling from Oregon. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hey, JR. Yeah, a lot of these NBA players got a lot of fight in them. And, you know, we got to weed these people out. And what you got to do is just when you see somebody doing something like that, you say something right away or you just don't work for them. You know, I don't care how much somebody pays you. You know, don't ever work for anybody like that. Always uh, separate yourself from people like that. And it's real sad that, you know, people like that even become an NBA owner. You know, they should be finding out and doing a lot of research about these people. And, you know, there's no way that, you know, I don't care how much money you got, you should never, ever be able to be an owner. And I hope I never see somebody like that become an owner of the Portland Trailblazers. This is just totally wrong. All right. Well, thank you, Sean, for calling from Oregon. You know, the thing is, when you stood at the top of the totem pole and you wield the most influence, I I think we've learned this and seen this in many cases, especially in professional sports. You, You have a lot of athletes, and it don't matter how much money you make. To speak up potentially means that you get chopped down at the legs, that you could potentially lose your career. I mean, here we have someone like you. You talk about speaking out. We have Earl Watson, who, by the way, was a former Blazer. He was a former point guard in the league for years. He was a coach for the Suns, and it it didn't take him long into his second season to get the boot. Why he got fired three games into the season was a part of a full investigation. I mean, Robert Sarver was not in favor of him sticking around, and it was reported that he basically gave him an ultimatum before the season even started. And so there's, there's a lot to be said there. You speak out. If you're an NBA player, you're under contract. You have that contract. And sure, it might be held or been signed by the Suns. That contract moves. It can be traded. And so if you're with the Suns and you're on a deal and you're making, I don't know, you could make $5 million a year, which in the NBA world is, is not a lot, or you could be making 40 a year. You speak up and say something. What happens to your future? What does that say to the other owners? And so we've seen this, and the greatest example is uh, Colin Kaepernick. What happens when you speak out? 855-212-4CBS. Ask Brian Flores, what happens when you speak out? Ask plenty of women, and not even in sports, across the country. What happens when you speak out? Ryan is calling from Toronto. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, how are you, my friend? Love you, Very show. Well. I got a couple of comments to you. Listen, man, all these owners are getting away with all these raising comments. Robert Kraft, um, Robert Saver, uh, the guy from uh, Miami, Dawson, every single one of them. I mean, you see Deshaun Jackson, or Deshaun, Deshaun uh, Watson. Well, Ryan, your phone is, is real uh, staticky. Um, if you can work that out, I'd be happy to, to bring you back on. Let's go ahead and talk to Hal. Hal is calling from San Diego. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Hal? 
Hey, JR. First time I've ever called a radio station, but this makes me so mad that, you know, you don't have to take it from them. The sponsors just have to not sponsor anymore. The people who buy the sweets just have to not buy sweets anymore. And then he'll have to lose his franchise the financial way. There you go. And that, that, that takes the galvanization of the community. That takes a lot of That's people right. to speak out. And so kudos and credit to LeBron James and Chris Paul, who, by the way, Chris Paul, is he gets his check signed by Robert Sarver. And so it's up to us now to see what that trickle-down is. Are we going to see the same type of galvanization from the players, maybe from the players from the Suns who say, hey, as long as Sarver owns the team, we ain't suiting up. And he doesn't have to be suspended. That will certainly send a message that might send the most powerful message. And let's see if that's something that is pretty much delivered over the next several weeks and months. That would be the biggest message sent. That might be what really moves the needle. Steve is calling from Vegas. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Hi. Uh, my problem is there's a double standard. You have Robert Kraft as the owner gets treated with kid gloves. He's basically supporting a sex trafficking ring. Went to the place two times in three nights. And then they crack back on the quarterback, who at least pays and uses, you know, is not supporting a human trafficking ring. And there's just a double standard for the owners, and I just don't think it's fair. Uh, if a player did something like that, it would be totally different. And uh, that's all I have to say. And I just want you to comment. And I enjoy the show, Freddie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. It's JR. Well, damn. Well, damn, Shep. Did I wake up and become, I don't know, 30 years older? What happened here? I'm convinced there's a bet. Although I will say you guys are two of the nicest people in Sports Talk Radio. Well, thank you. I, I guess that accounts for something. In response to to Steve, I think Steve from Vegas, of course there's a double standard. We know this. And it's not just in the world of sports. This double standard exists everywhere. This is the double standard. If you got money, you get away with things. Robert Kraft, and I don't think anyone wants to see the video. We know about his activity in a massage parlor or whatever the hell you want to call it. I can call it something else, but that would be inappropriate. The evidence and how it was obtained was impermissible in court. Problem solved. Billionaire makes issue go away. Billionaire can have the best lawyers and the problem solved. Now I can go back to uh, yelling at Bill Belichick about his uh, use of my funds in purchasing and buying free agents. Where's my Super Bowl ring? Yeah, Robert Kraft doesn't have to worry about that. He has to worry about Bill Belichick. So what happens when you got money. I think we can all agree double standards exist. I think the wealthiest of individuals would tell you the same exact thing. Fred is calling from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good evening. Good evening to you. Yeah, uh, so, you know, I, I feel it's real simple. It's accountability. We're going through a transition where we see all type of things happening in all the different cities Uh People are acting out just based upon what they've been through. Uh, you know, when you see what's something wrong, you you should call it out. And then also when you experience something wrong, you should call it out. And uh, it's obviously commonplace that the people in power, the people 
who are owners or the people who are managers or the people who are, you know, uh, in charge of making decisions are the people who tend to do the, some of the worst, nastiest things, but due to their title or their position within a company or a brand or whatever it is, the market, um, you know, everything goes hushed and, you know, either NDA or uh, it just isn't talked about because obviously, you know, they, they come at you a multiple different nasty ways. Uh, so I think you, you've already set a precedent with Donald Sterling. Uh, so he, he already sold his team. So here, since they're not, there's no sale of a team, they're not going to go ahead and, you know, dismiss him from the league. It, ben- it benefited them from getting rid of him in L.A., but here it might not benefit because maybe the money is toe-to-toe or they're in cahoots and a whole different level. And when you talk about uh, bringing up over there in the Houston Texans issue, you know, my, first and foremost, as a man with seven sisters, women, uh, I apologize and I sympathize and I have empathy and compassion to what they all went through. But why aren't they talking about how the Texans and Robert and uh, Robert Kraft have access to all these places, but nothing is brought up about what their involvement in all these issues is? It's real convenient well, that all of a sudden someone uh, wants to leave that, and they have this big attachment, but then no, you know. Well, let, 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 that that's not wholly accurate. The teams the teams have been brought into this. In the case of the Houston Texans, they paid out money, settlement money to make the issue go away. They were brought into it for being, quote-unquote, uh, what what's what would be the appropriate word? <laughs> Encouraging might not be the word, but kind of turning a, a blind eye and saying a supporting, enabling. Enabling is the proper word. Here's some NDAs, Deshaun, but this is the reality. People are interested, obviously, in the teams. Who's in the jersey? Who's in the jersey? Those, that's who gets the attention. It's not always the owner. Who's in the jersey? And so are the Houston Texans as an organization going to get slapped around more or is it going to be the actual player? And so here in the case of, of Robert Sarver, yes, if, if it happened to be a player, it'd get more attention. Nobody is, is buying a Robert Sarver jersey. Robert Sarver can probably walk around the court and unless you're a season ticket holder or you are a very locked in, tuned in, astute fan, you know, you, Robert Sarver could walk by you outside of whatever the hell they call that arena now, a talking stick or walking stick, whatever the hell it is. Ain't nobody would know the difference. You put Chris Paul outside and he wouldn't get two steps. And so, yeah, when you have money, when you have power, and when you have influence, things typically roll your way. It's not right. I think we all know that it's not right. It's not fair. That's something that we know. What are we going to do about it? What realistically are we going to do? It's the JR Sport Reshow here on CBS Sports Radio. Speaking of having money, power, and influence, uh, even a famous quarterback in the NFL, he's now caught up in a situation in Mississippi because uh, he had welfare funds, which was supposed to be used and go to people who are not fortunate or as fortunate, he was trying to shovel some of this money into his pocket. He says, I know where it was coming from. I don't know anything. We'll talk about Brett Favre on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. First off, I want to give you some love. I think that you have a really common sense program that doesn't go over the top. I appreciate it. Hey, good evening, JR. I love your show. I love your style and your manners. Hey, man, what's going on? Love uh, listening to your insight all the time. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. At the top of the hour, it's time for a new top six list. It's what I do every single Wednesday night into Thursday morning. And tonight, we're going to focus in on franchises in the world of professional sports who could certainly utilize a new owner. It's a top six list. Teams that need a new boss. Who's number one? You'll find out next hour. This hour, we obviously talked about Robert Sarver, his punishment that he received from the NBA for being a complete jerk. And I I can use other words besides jerk, but that would put me in the space of Robert Sarver. LeBron James is not in favor of his uh, one-year banishment. Neither is Chris Paul. And if they want this man to go, Adam Silver says there is not enough there for me to remove him, as in or what I did with Donald Sterling. It's going to be up to the players to resist. The players are going to have to say, we ain't playing for this guy. We're not working for him. Or one of our callers said it great. People are going to have to pull their money from the team. Sponsors are going to have to say, we ain't paying for this. Folks are going to have to say, we're not purchasing the corporate suites. It's going to have to hit the bottom line. Is it going to go that far? Is that something that the players are ready to do over the next several weeks as they get ready for training camp? It's tough. We know that over the past year, at least, the Phoenix Suns have been one of the most successful teams in the NBA. They crashed and burned in the playoffs, but they were out there running around with the best record for the most part. Let's see what they do. When LeBron James speaks, yeah, people may like it, they may not, but he he holds the most power. He holds the biggest voice in the league, and, and Chris Paul is probably second right behind him. 855-212-4CBS. I also must share with you, if you have not heard about uh, Brett Favre, man, we heard this story almost a year ago. That Mississippi, the former governor of Mississippi, Phil Bryant, there was an entire unfortunate scheme, and there's, there's no other word to call it but a scheme, that $77 million in government funds which were supposed to go to uh, individuals who don't have the best circumstances. It's basically a welfare fund, $77 million of it, which was supposed to go to people who actually need the money, that this money was kind of slushed around to people who didn't need it, like, like Brett Favre. And so Brett Favre, at one point, he received about a million-plus dollars for a commercial and speaking engagements. This was supposed to go to people who needed the money. Brett Favre said, I know where the money came from. And so in the process, Brett Favre has started to pay it back. I didn't know where it came from, but here's the money back. And now the state is also saying, well, you owe us interest on that money. And now they're battling over that. And so that was just the start about a year ago. But now. 
the woman who was pretty much tasked with distributing this money. Her name is Nancy New. She pled guilty to 13 felony counts of bribery, fraud, and racketeering, moving around this $77 million to people who didn't need it. And so, sure, she pled guilty. So what is she doing right now? She's singing like a bird. Singing like a bird. Text messages have been released. Her attorney has pretty much filed suit as well. And text messages are out. Some of these text messages between Nancy herself and Brett Favre. Brett Favre, who claimed absolutely ignorance as to where the money came from, There's a text message here where he was trying to get money to fund a volleyball stadium at his former college, where at the time his daughter went and played volleyball. A simple text message. If you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? This was in 2017. Her response, we never have that information publicized. And the text messages, they go on. And so is that the strongest indicator of Brett Favre, you know, being a thief? And no, it's not. But I mean, I'll leave you to draw your own conclusion. What are you doing with money? Where are you getting money from? That you have to hope that no one finds out about it. Everything is pretty much publicized. Brett Favre is is. This can get very, very ugly for him very, very quickly. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Yeah, Brett Favre doesn't know nothing. I know nothing. Eli's calling from Chicago. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Eli, what's up? Hello, JR? Yes, what's going on, Eli? Yeah, um... First of all, I think that the corporate suite, who would want to give that up? Like, okay, I get it. You don't want to fund somebody who's, yeah, somebody right. who's a bad person or whatnot. Right. But, but they still want to go watch the game and stuff. But I see the pro, like the holding up with the sponsors, why would they want to... That, they're not, like, getting out of anything. They're not getting out of, like, with their money, anything out of it. They're well, not gaining, if anything, losing. It, it's not so much... It's not so much what a sponsor gains. You know, if you want to watch basketball and you don't pay for the suite or you, you refuse to pay for your season tickets... Yes, you you, you can't go to the game. Yes, you can't watch the game. But the larger issue is, or the importance is sending a message saying that, yes, we love basketball. Yes, we want to attend the games. Yes, we want to entertain our friends, our families, and our clients. But we are not going to stand for inappropriate behavior. And so money talks. And is money the most important thing in the world to to some people, a lot of people? Uh, The answer is yes, unfortunately. And we see that every day. 
But when people stand with their dollar, when people speak with their money, it sends a message that money isn't the most important thing and that the treatment of people is more important. And so I agree with you, Eli, and, and thank you so much for calling from Chicago. It's it, it's not so much about, you know, why would I not go to the game or I'm going to miss the game. It's more important to send a message with your buck. You know, are, are the sponsors going to do that? Are the players going to do that? I mean, we see it take place over and over again. And I, I really think the players will, will have to be a driver in this situation. It was Chris Paul in the bubble. It was LeBron in the bubble. You know, these were the guys who were, were speaking out, especially you know, when, when it came down to George Floyd, do we play, do we not play? We know the influence that these guys have. Almost 20 years in the league. They're not only Hall of Famers and some of the greatest of all time in, in their position, they also carry the most influence. It's their league. The rest of the players will fall in rank and file. And so is this the end of what takes place with Robert Sarver? I'm, I'm not prepared to say so. We just have to wait to find out. LeBron spoke. Chris Paul spoke. Adam Silver spoke. They're going to do some more talking behind the scenes. And who knows? By the time we get to training camp, we, we might have some threats. Let's see if that's the case. Or let's see if this just floats away. Story isn't fully going away because eventually Robert Sarver will return in a year or he's going to be pushed out, whether by the players or by people's wallets, pocketbooks, cell phones, however the hell you make your payments. It's the JR Sport Reef Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to deliver to you a new top six list. We're going to look at the top six teams in the world of sports who need a new owner. You don't want to miss it. A new top six. This is the JR Sport Re Show on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.